Section 5 of Bowser the Hound by Thornton W. Burgess. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 9. Old Man Coyote Gives Out Dark Hints. A little hint dropped here or there is like a seed in spring of year. It sprouts and grows, and none may say how big twill be some future day. Bowser the Hound. After leading Bowser the Hound far, far away and getting him lost in strange country, Old Man Coyote trotted back to the old pasture, the green forest, and the green meadows near Farmer Brown's. He didn't have any trouble at all in finding his way back. You see, all the time he was leading Bowser away, he himself was using his eyes and taking note of where he was going. You can't lose Old Man Coyote. No, sir, you can't lose Old Man Coyote, and it is of no use to try. So, stopping two or three times to hunt a little by the way, Old Man Coyote trotted back. He managed to pick up a good meal on the way, and when at last he reached his home in the old pasture, he was feeling very well satisfied with the great world in general, and himself in particular. He grinned as only Old Man Coyote can grin. I don't think any of us will be bothered by that meddlesome Bowser very soon again, said he as he crept into his house for a nap. If he had drowned in that river, I shouldn't have cried over it. But even as it is, I don't think he will get back here in a hurry. I must pass the word along. So a day or so later, when Sammy Jay happened along, Old Man Coyote asked him, in quite a matter-of-fact way, if he had seen anything of Bowser the Hound for a day or two. "'Why do you ask?' said Sammy sharply. Old Man Coyote grinned slyly. "'For no reason at all, Sammy, for no reason at all,' he replied. "'It just popped into my head that I hadn't heard Bowser's voice for two or three days. "'It set me to wondering if he is sick or if anything has happened to him.' "'That was enough to start Sammy Jay straight for Farmer Brown's dooryard. "'Of course Bowser wasn't to be seen.' Sammy hung around and watched. Twice he saw Farmer Brown's boy come to the door with a worried look on his face and heard him whistle and call for Bowser. Then there wasn't the slightest doubt in Sammy's mind that something had happened to Bowser. "'Old Man Coyote knows something about it, too,' muttered Sammy, as he turned his head on one side and scratched his pointed cap thoughtfully. He can't fool me. That old rascal knows where Bowser is, or what has happened to him, and I wouldn't be a bit surprised if he had something to do with it. I almost know he did from the way he grinned. The day was not half over before all through the green forest and over the green meadows had spread the report that Bowser the Hound was no more. Chapter 10. How Reddy Fox Investigated Investigate if you would know that something is or isn't so. Bowser the Hound To investigate something means to try to find out about it. Reddy Fox had heard from so many different ones about the disappearance of Bowser that he finally made up his mind that he would investigate and find out for himself if it were true that Bowser was no longer at home in Farmer Brown's dooryard. If it were true... Well, Reddy had certain plans of his own in regard to Farmer Brown's hen-house. Reddy had begun by doubting that story because it seemed to have come first from Old Man Coyote. 
Reddy would doubt anything with which Old Man Coyote was concerned. But Reddy had finally come to believe that something certainly had happened, because half a dozen times during the day he had heard Farmer Brown's boy whistle and whistle and call and call. Just as soon as the black shadows came creeping out from the purple hills, Reddy started up towards Farmer Brown's. He didn't go directly there, because he never goes directly anywhere if there is the least chance in the world that anyone may be watching him. But as he slipped along in the blackest of the black shadows, he was all the time working nearer and nearer to Farmer Brown's dooryard. Although he was inclined to think it was true that Bowser was not there, he was far too wise to take any unnecessary risk. He approached Farmer Brown's dooryard just as carefully as if he knew Bowser to be in his little house as usual. He kept in the black shadows. He crouched so low that he seemed hardly more than a black shadow himself. Every two or three steps he stopped to look, listen, and test the air with his keen nose. As he drew near Bowser's own little house, Reddy circled out around it until he could see the doorway. Then he sat down where he could peek around from behind a tree and watch. He had been there only a few moments when the back door of Farmer Brown's house opened and Farmer Brown's boy stepped out. Reddy didn't run. He knew that Farmer Brown's boy would never dream that he would dare come so near. Besides, it was very clear that Farmer Brown's boy was thinking of no one but Bowser. He whistled and called just as he had done several times during the day. But no Bowser came, so after a while Farmer Brown's boy went back into the house. There was a worried look on his face. As soon as he heard the door close, Reddy trotted right out in the open and sat down only a few feet from the black doorway of Bowser's little house. Reddy barked softly. Then he barked a little louder. He knew that if Bowser were at home, that bark would bring him out if nothing else did. Bowser didn't appear. Reddy grinned. He was sure now that Bowser was nowhere about. Chuckling to himself, he turned and trotted towards Farmer Brown's hen house. End of section 5